You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the hole in none fantasy golf podcast with me words and my neighbor vje mr Doty fade on tonight's podcast it is week one on the march to fantasy golf glory the sony open at wildlife country club we got the course breakdown featured groups shit picks casting couch storylines for the upcoming season a lot of action per usual hi johnny Hey, words. Hey. Hey. <laughs> we, we fucking did it, bro. <laughs> Yet another year. What is this? Year four? Year season four. Season four. But, hey, we've been doing this fantasy golf shit a long time before that. But Long time, bub. Uh, yeah, man. I'm just, you know, I can't believe it's here. It's here tomorrow. And uh, thank God it went last week because I sure as fuck wouldn't have picked Cam Smith. <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No, I would have been on no. Davis. Yeah. My boy. Yeah. You know, the tour keeps getting younger. I can't wait to start pulling for these young, like, 23, 24-year-olds that I can motherfuck all weekend, right? You bet, man. <laughs> Who's next? Victor, I love you. Well, who is next, John? You want to talk about the college football or league? Obviously, the game Monday night, it was fucking dull and boring, 9-6 to six at halftime. Second half kind of kicked it up a notch. I was stunned when I saw... Robert Griffin III talking to Andrew Luck <laughs> in the microphones. <laughs> Andrew Luck's seen better days. <laughs> Fatherhood's been rough on him. Yeah, no, that's what he said. He was like, what have you, what have you been up to? He's like, being a dad. Oh, just being a dad, that's great. <laughs> but I was just, he looked like a twist, and I used this to our buddies. Like He looked like an older, taller version of the, the Monopoly guy if the Monopoly guy had been methed out and homeless. He like, looked... Yeah, to me, he looked like a 6'4 dude who was really in shape, but his head was just three sizes too big. The the, oh. the neck beard really maybe hids how skinny that motherfucker is, you know, because he didn't have a neck beard this time around. He had that neck beard for his entire NFL career. And, uh, but yeah, no, I, I was stunned there. But other than that, the other only good takeaway for me from the national championship game was how drunk Stetson, uh, what Stetson Bennett the fourth was the next day on Good Morning America talking to, uh, Michael Strahan, just drunk as fuck, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. He did, he looked a little out of sorts, didn't he? <laughs> he looked like he hadn't. Slept. He looked like a Stetson Bennett the fourth. <laughs> yeah, like my dad kept me up all night drinking premium bourbon. Pappy Van Winkle. <laughs> yeah, I did see a picture of him swigging from a Pappy Van Winkle bottle like that night. So that's what's become a nil. All this bullshit. Everyone just gets fucked up now after the game. Like you know, Joe Burrow smoking the, the stogie. Like, that wouldn't have flown, you know, 10 years ago, five years ago. And, you know, now they're just getting fucked up and going on national TV. Simple. (laughs) 
Burrow did. He was he was messed up doing something. He did. It was part of my take, but all they did was record it. Like they had hidden video, but he didn't go on fucking national television looking <laughs> live, like a, look. live with Michael Strahan <laughs> on Good Morning America. He's like, man, you, you just like you know, Michael. Hard work pays off, and you know if you don't work hard, and you're not gonna get anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Ariel Reshev what's up. Yeah, exactly. Hey, you work with her. <laughs> So, college football is finally over. Thank God. Thank God. NFL, I'm still excited for the playoffs. Fantasy football, no, but that's why we have fantasy golf. That's right. 32 weeks. Strap up. Are you ready? 31. 31 weeks. Starting now. Starting <laughs> yes, now. now. Last week kind of counts. Yeah, kind of. Really. But now, now is really when it starts. What is the league news? Where do we stand at as far as members and mo- more importantly, money, John? What's the money? So at last count, and this was you know an hour ago or so, two maybe maybe two hours before, because uh, I can't see the total numbers. I think that's all controlled by our loyal loyal commissioner, C. Rob. But um, we had 196 players, and what looks like three player, four players have joined since then. So it looks like we're at a 200 now, but 29 have not paid. So. Uh, Obviously, I'm not going to call out too many people, but we might call you tonight um, and ask why the fuck you haven't paid. It'll cost you. But, uh, yeah, it's obviously that means a lot of things. That means if we do get 200 paid people, which there's always the people that fucking missed, you know, that want to join next week. There were people that joined after week four last year. We will announce what the actual payouts, prizes for each segment, all of that. But this does mean we're going to be playing for roughly $20,000 this year. <laughs> we are growing until one of us goes to jail, John. It, well, it, that was kind of one Period. of my things. So I'm sure you heard about the whole big money golf league <laughs> that like went broke this week. They didn't pay a bunch of the people that won. A bunch of money is owed. I just thought about what if you and I... Like, C- I know you guys have Venmo'd C-Rob, but like, C-Rob, actually, to avoid any issues, Venmo words and I that money, and we'll, we're will we going to put it in an interest-growing account, and then you and I just skip fucking town with it. <laughs> 20 grand, are you kidding me? We're, what we could do with 20 grand? Don't worry, guys, <laughs> we're not doing that, but we are going to start trading Bitcoin, and we are going to pump those numbers up. <laughs> yeah, it's like, actually, you know, the the... <laughs> the prize that we promised you at the beginning of the year. Now you're getting paid out in <laughs> new crypto called <laughs> Buttcoin. <laughs> it's yeah, really valuable. We're mining it ourselves. <laughs> it's really valuable, I swear to God. Yeah. It's a good investment. That's good. It's like the, the pro players that are like wanting to get paid their salary in Bitcoin now. That's that's what we're doing. <laughs> not really. We're playing for $20,000, goddammit, if not more. <laughs> right, and... The big new thing this year is we are doing a weekly $50 payout skin. So if you have the unique lineup, it is a skin. It's going to be tough with this many teams in the league, though, Johnny. So I think that that number, you know, obviously if it doesn't hit, then it carries on to the next the next week. So we could go a seven-week seven week skinless, and then you're looking at Hank Libiota in a whole different light. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. And stay away from my guy, Libiota. I would have taken him in the My Boy draft if we had five picks. <laughs> the lefties. No, uh, words. We, we did the math. We're paying out... It, it's $1,550. Is that kind of roughly what we're doing? Oh, no, because we're not doing for the... Um, majors because we're already paying those out, yep. so it's going to be about thirteen hundred fifty bucks. I just, exactly. I just see this being completely like the jackpot bingo. Hey, did you hear that? You know, the garage is doing jackpot bingo, and nobody's won in eight weeks. They're giving away thirteen thousand thirteen thirteen hundred fifty dollars. It will be very hard to have a unique lineup this year. I, I foresee this being carried over into something that will make every week must must pick because. 
even if you miss a week and think you're out of it, you can always pick that one week and win some money. So um, not to mention we're going to inflate the payouts for some of the, the majors. Obviously, the overall, we haven't quite figured out if we're going to pay out 10, potentially 15, who knows, maybe 20. I doubt that because, oh, yeah, I finished 18th. I got this much money. That's but lame. Bullshit! <laughs> yeah, that's lame. 15, I can see if we get to 200. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah, so uh, we'd love your input on that, what you think. But If you have an opinion, yeah. Hopefully, we're going to have the numbers sit out, uh, sent out uh, or talked about next week on the show on the prizes tab, obviously, on the BLC website. So uh, we're just excited because the Annie is up, has been upped. We're playing for more money for every segment. This is going to be great, and especially for guys like me and Words who typically have sucked dick at, at picking and not been very good or can for money. for yourself, <laughs> Okay. Yeah. It might get, yeah, it, 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 we're due. We're, we're due. due. We're fucking due. <laughs> That's it. God knows I am. <laughs> yeah, we're due. Um, so I'm just excited to see what this year brings, words. Me too, Johnny. Hopefully something besides COVID. <laughs> yeah. I've just been finding myself like driving on grand, like five under 15 miles an hour, just like staring at the cars going the other way, like making eye contact with the drivers and they're like, oh. <gasps> <laughs> that oh guy, <laughs> that guy looks bored. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. Surely I can't get COVID for a third time, right? No, 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 I've had it already. I'm good. That's the league news. Well done. Let's cozy in on the casting couch, Johnny, where we got to start off with sad news. Who died? American dad, Bob Saget, passed away at the age of 65 in a, I want to say, seedy motel room in Orlando, but that wasn't the case. Yeah, he was at the Ritz. Yeah, it was the Ritz. I wonder if that was the same room that Charlie stayed in a few weeks ago. Because that's the same turn. That's where is the, that the same hotel? No, I did not put <laughs> yeah. the pieces together on that. You sicko. Maybe they, maybe they no. poisoned. No, <laughs> no, uh, it was. And, and again, it's like, how do you joke about? We make a lot of jokes about people dying, but Bob Saget, obviously, very well respected by the comedic community, the acting community. Everything I've heard about him has just been overwhelmingly positive with how good of a guy he was, how he was there for plenty of people going through hard times. You know, genuine. Yes, um, including Pete Davidson, who I saw a fucking picture with of him and Kim earlier today, and her ass is un like the biggest thing I've ever seen. It's like the fucking Goodyear blimp. Anyways, him standing next to it, just like this little twig, and then you look at her. You're like, how do her ACLs hold up with that shit, man? I just do not get it. I love it. I There's a reason it. why he's always like walking behind her. But anyways, so he apparently helped Pete Davidson through a hard time, whatever. Um, but it really made me think, like as a kid. I always watched the same few shows. I was watching, you know, Saved by the Bell, but Full House was just a staple of my of my childhood. More oh, or less. Friday Night ABC. One of like, and and it's weird because obviously the, you know, Michelle uh, DJ and and Stephanie Tanner, the, the names, but the Olsen twins were like literally my like. 12, 13, 14-year-old crush. Like, I love the Olsen twins at that age, even though we saw them grow up early on in Full House. Not I me. I always wanted to... I always wanted to French that middle one, man. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm talking about. So I had a, a legitimate thing for the Olsen twins later in life, not as, as Michelle Tanner, but I did have a thing for Stephanie... Oh, 100%. In, in real life, too. Yeah, no. Is that what you say? Yeah. The real life Both. thing. Jo her, her name is Jody Sweeten. And apparently, when she was like, the prime time phase for me with her was whenever she was hooked on meth. Yes. Like, literally, she was just this like raunchy fox. Yeah. It's like, Jody Sweeten spotted again with her trashy yeah. biker husband. She had the plus threes on. <laughs> and she has a, she has a uh, really good tramp stamp. Of course. <laughs> really big, good. Big tribal. 
Yeah, and and apparently she went through some serious shit with her. Not not to mention being hooked on meth, but her fucking divorce was just nasty. And she was paying. Yeah, like, way to go, Dad. Way to go, Danny. <laughs> she was paying child or husband uh, spousal support for a while. So, uh, you know, Danny, I, that was not Bob Saget's fault. <laughs> that was her real parents' fault for letting her be a fucking child actor for Christ's sake. And then DJ is like the complete opposite. Candace yeah, Cameron, she's like Christian a, Jesus freak. Yeah. Uh, you know, Kirk Cameron was her brother. Yeah, yeah, they make Christian film propaganda films. Do they together still? I know she's been like on every Lifetime. Movie. Yeah, she she's on the Lifetime deal. A lot of holiday movies. I see whenever I'm over at my mom's house. I'm like, oh, there's a DJ. It's like Candace Cameron Myers at it again. <laughs> like that. That's something like she still has a hyphenated name. Yeah, which is cool, but. That's she's got to keep the Candace Cameron because she's still Kirk Cameron's sister. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's not get let's not kid ourselves. I married a hockey player, but Cameron's the name that drives this family. <laughs> That's right, she did. Her and Hillary Duff. <laughs> I don't know about Hillary Duff. I can't speak to her. Did she marry a hockey dude? Also, <laughs> I think so. It, talk about some nice asses, <laughs> Hillary Duff. No, I, I was talking about the hockey players. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, of course. Duh. I always, I always thought it was funny with Bob Saget, kind of you know, his image that he had on the show. Like you said, America's Dad. He was just like a very, very genuine, sweet guy. He's like, you know, girls, let me tell you something. Like, here's a life lesson for you. I believe he was a, you know, like a news anchor or a news reporter. He did like the morning show in San San Francisco area. Yeah. Um, but. Then you get his stand-up, and he's just, like, a raunchy, fucking dirty motherfucker. <laughs> and, like, his character he portrayed on Entourage, you know, was great. Like, a, always had hot chicks, you know, crazy dude. But I've heard some crazy stuff about, like, him and Dave Coulier, like, partying, you know, Uncle, uh, I guess. The, not Jesse. No, not Uncle yeah, Jesse. Yeah, the other one that lived yeah. in the fucking basement. Yeah. Right? Like, in the living room for, like, three seasons. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, 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 I guess, I guess you're not going home, huh? <laughs> Yeah, and he was like a zookeeper. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, no, I'm trying to hit stand-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did the, uh, he did like the puppets deal, the ventriloquist stuff yeah. with the, uh, Joey, Uncle Joey. Uncle Joey. <laughs> he wasn't related to any of them. I think Dave Coulier, a.k.a. Uncle uh, Joey, and, you know, John Stamos, obviously, they're, Bob Saget and Uncle Joey are probably going out, and then they're like, hey, no, uh, Uncle Jesse, you got to come too, because obviously he's the looker of the group. I mean, yeah. John Stamos has not aged a day since his days on fucking Full House, but I bet you those guys just pulled all sorts of pussy up in San, <laughs> San Fran. <laughs> fucking, they built the Silicon Valley, they built the Silicon Valley there <laughs> where they lived, I can tell you that much, with fucking John Stamos walking around with them. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, the force is pretty strong with old Stamos, damn it. My favorite, you know, to just tie into the whole Full House thing, you know. Put a bow on it. One of my favorite movies of all time, Rad, 1986 BMX movie. Aunt Becky, a.k.a., uh, you know. Mrs. Mossmo. Yes. She got got out of the can like three months ago. She played the top female uh, bike rider in my favorite movie, Rad. She rode for Team Mongoose, so. Anybody just go go search shit. What was it really? Lori Laughlin. Lori Laughlin, aka Massimo now, whatever. But uh, yeah, she was she was in my favorite movie, Rad. So yeah. Uncle Jesse We've really. We've talked about this. Un the Uncle Jesse. The skateboarding BMX. comparison. I know the skateboarding comparison movie is Gleaming the Cube starring Christian Slater. And <laughs> it is 10 times cooler. I don't think we've talked about this. I don't what? know anything about yeah, that movie. We have. Oh, yeah. He was, um, he was just such a troubled teen, and they had an adopted Korean brother. And the Korean brother, like, 
hung out with the Korean crew and it was like ran the books for this guy that ended up being a real dirt ball. And, uh, <laughs> really? He was killed and yeah, Tony Hawk's in it. <laughs> really? It was a real badass movie. Yeah, yeah I gotta watch that. Yeah, Gleaming the Cube. Let's do it right after this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, th- that Korean ended up being KJ Choi. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. It was Thong Jay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So anyways, R.I.P. Bob Saget. Uh, other than that, any, anyone else died? Man, words? Yeah, on, on a brighter note, Robert Durst died. Well, he had it coming to him, yeah. right? Yeah, he had it coming. But he killed like two of his wives. You know, I was thinking, he's like, yeah, millionaire real estate mogul was like, no, his dad was. He was just a fucking rich kid his entire life. It was like, awesome. And, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Period. Yeah. He lived an awesome life. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and then the only reason he was outed, like it was like he was suspected of killing his wives for like 20 no, plus yeah, years. His, his first wife, yeah. And then when a he, friend. Was, and he was down, yeah, at the coast, of, in the coast of Texas, hanging out with Eastman. <laughs> corpus. Near corpus and yeah he uh he killed his what he called his best friend and he was you know on the hbo deal it said he's like what was his line it's like i did not kill my best friend i did dismember him though because <laughs> he chopped off his head and that's how they found him just like a head floating why did he do that Ar- yeah i'm, argument, sure, he, I'm sure he had a good excuse like, yeah totally <laughs> i mean he was innocent yeah you know he had to get rid of the body and literally the only way he was outed for his crimes was because he had a hot mic taking a piss on the HBO documentary, right? No, no, no. Okay. Then there's a third there's a third murder also in California, another kind of friend of really good friend of his. He was a great friend, man. But wasn't there a hot mic involved somewhere here? Yeah, where he like kind of confessed, but he was like Oh, 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 he was uh, taking a piss. He was like, Oh, what are you gonna do? Stop telling my dad it. Oh. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> and the whole time he's like coughing up like these <laughs> he's like oh the coughing well when they showed that he had died like the picture they used was a picture of him in court and he just looked like complete shit looked like Satan's right hand man and was yeah. like frail as fuck uh, neck beard just ugh and I think he might have had COVID in prison but who knows I mean that's just speculation yeah hopefully though. R.I.P. though R- yeah rest in hell Robert Durst <laughs> All right, Johnny, well, should we take it out to Hawaii, talk about the Tournament of Champions, where you mentioned earlier your boy from last season, Cam Smith, who has the most epic mullet since John Crook, officially. He outlasted and stared down the number one player in the world on Sunday um, and clipped John Rahm by a stroke to set the new scoring record on the PGA Tour. Only 34 under. Not bad. (laughs) Not bad. Actually, what was JT it? on my DraftKings finished the first day two over, so I was feeling pretty pretty sporty. I'm pretty sure that uh, both all three Cameron Smith, John Rahm, and Matt Jones all turned in the top th- three of the top four lowest rounds in like tournament histories on the PGA Tour because Matt Matt Jones has a casual like 123 on Saturday Sunday 62 61 to finish 32 under but then the other two guys Rom is 33 Cam Smith gets it done at 34 but you know they're they're six Jones is six clear of Cantley in fourth which yeah. I mean I and the, the defense of this course is the wind obviously yeah, and, and it they, just if they still, firm it up it, it was it was it was still and they couldn't firm it up because they got a bunch of rain so the first two rounds they played Lift clean in place. So when you give those guys the opportunity oh, to do that, sitting on a what biscuit. do you expect? And that tells you how bad JT's round was in yeah. round one. But words, I can top you there. You remember we talked about just throwing out random shit last week? I put a $25 bet on Jason Kokrak. Where did he finish? D3. 
dead yeah, fucking last. <laughs> dead last. Not not Dude, like that ticket should pay something though. Exactly. It's like I picked him to win. What if he does the opposite? Like I bet you the odds for him to finish last were maybe longer than the odds for him to finish first. <laughs> well, I mean, fuck. I'm just on the wrong side of it, bub. You're close, man. <laughs> I'm going to see if any books will take that action. It's like, I, no, I, either no, first I or last. I didn't say to win. I said to finish last. But then I'll just pick whoever I'm going to pick that week to win, and I'll pick them. You're on it. But, yeah, so um, Cam Smith, and the other thing about Cam Smith, he was pumping it out there with John Rahm. Who he can, was. Who can hit it as far as anybody, not anybody, but John Rahm is, is a top 20 Lengthwise on tour and great driver of the ball, accuracy Always, wise. Yes, Cam Smith is just known for his hands around the greens. He's great chipping, great putting. He held his own with John Rahm off the tee all fucking day. Which, if that's a sign of things to come, don't look now. But Cam Smith is number ten in the fucking world. He has had a great year. I mean, he's kept it going. He is, as you said, not a good driver of the golf ball. And to just point out, TOC does have the the widest fairways on tour, second widest. Augusta National and he's had some really good finishes there so keep that in your bonnet it's like does he does he open it up because he knows he can spray it anywhere or is he actually got, like just progressively gotten stronger and longer that's kind of to be remains to be seen we'll see we'll see what happens there but yeah it's obvious like when he thinks he can spray it he can he can pump it out there with some long guys well his putting though was absolutely ridiculous I mean he made Everything within ten feet. Yeah, everything. Hey, keep keep Cam Smith's name out your mouth when it comes to Augusta, bub. No, no, because if you remember correctly, he cashed my top five ticket last year. That's the only reason why I pushed pushed at Augusta after throwing out like four hundred. Um, but the coming of age there, obviously, he is hitting the ball farther over the course of an off season, and now now add that to his repertoire and being top ten in the world. Cam Smith is a guy to watch this year. And what you just said, potentially a guy who could win a major, even though, you know, not too many people are talking about it. He's quietly top 10 in the world. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but words, I was pretty impressed with Kevin Kisner. I mean, for a guy who hits it short, T- T8 there, which, you know, he finishes 24 under par. Um, you and I have kind of given shit about how, obviously, we didn't agree with him wanting to be or being on the Ryder Cup team, but... Kevin Kisner, his game does not travel, and at a place like this where it plays long, like it can play long, yeah, for sure. Well, it's, it's an incredible round. Like he, he probably played as well as he could play. Well, I, I guess he would probably tell you. When you look at the, down the list, Abe Answer, he's two from the dead last, and I mean they have very, very similar games. In yeah, my, my opinion. Um, but yeah, that's a crazy score. Back to Matt Jones, I you know almost halfway forgot who the hell he was and how he got into the tournament because it was the Honda last year at mm-hmm. the Bear Trap. Mm-hmm. He won that, and he had I think one top thirty after that. Ton of miscuts, so his game was up and down. But having that win there, and I mean starting starting the season like he did. Oops, Th- those those boys, those Aussies call him Matty Jones. Oh, Matty, <laughs> Matty Jones. Uh, you got to think for a guy like Matt Jones to be in a field like that to shoot thirty two under. Yeah. Sure, it uh, fucking hurts for John Rahm to shoot 33 under and not win, but if you're Matt Jones and you shoot 32 under par and you get, obviously, John, you can't fault yourself for the number one player in the world taking you out, but another world-class guy like like Cam Smith, 32 under for a guy like Matt Jones it's, has to kind of hurt a little bit. But I don't know. I think it's a pretty good pretty good confidence boost to start the year uh, to finish. I mean, that's an elite field. Everyone had won, obviously. Um, the so. 515,000 probably did, made it not hurt as bad yeah. as it would have. But words, you just mentioned your boy JT, 74. What do you follow that up with? 67, 61, 65 for a top five finish. 
He's a big storyline for this year, I think. Like Spieth was last year at this point. He obviously, no, night and day. Spieth was, his game was long gone. But I would think we're all like, JT was underachieving last year just because he, we have such high expectations of him because his irons are so deadly and he can get a hot putter and he's just really good all the way around. And he just didn't really pop, especially at a lot of the big stuff. And, you know, is, is this going to be the year like he wins at least one more major is he going to play well at Augusta? I think last year was like one of the first years he's done that. Do you have any thoughts on JT? No. JT, I think, has put so much pressure on himself when it comes to Augusta that it just doesn't seem to pan out. Like, yes, he made a good run a couple years ago, but he had he had shot himself in the foot early on in the tournament. So I think JT is really, really dying to get that next major, that it potentially could be why he has not played so well in some of the majors because he's putting so much pressure on himself leading into it. You know, he kind of came out of nowhere to come out, uh, come back and win the, the Players' Championship last year. Um, one of the more memorable shots of the year, in my opinion, was his drive on 18 where he hits a slinging hook Towards that water and basically holds Should his breath. Should have gone in the water. Holds his breath until the son of a bitch stops. And it got a fucking right bounce off the off the get-go. And he goes over to his caddy at the time, J- Jimmy Johnson, and just fucking puts his like head on his shoulder like, holy shit, Jimmy, I should have fucked. I almost hit that in the fucking water. But um, I just think that JT, the only thing stopping JT is JT himself, in my opinion, because he's got as much talent as anybody in the world. All right, I like that meta. Yeah. Open that third eye, JT. Yeah. You'll see the whole new world. JT, do some fucking shrooms, bitch. <laughs> you need to start microdosing. That's yeah. a good idea. It's like microdosing changes a lot of things. Like, there's been people with CTE who just did some fucking mushrooms, and all of a sudden they were fine. <laughs> I don't, don't have any proof, but... We've been trying hard on that. <laughs> um, anything else from TOC? Um, well, words, I would just say that obviously outside of the Americans, it was pretty remarkable to see what the Australians did. They had four inside the top 10, obviously Cam Smith and Matty Jones, but Cam Davis, your guy, one of your new boys, he finished tied for 10th with his countryman, Mark Leishman. So, Mark. um, Lonmo, man. Hey, the president's cup, it's president's cup year. There's going to be a lot of Aussies. The young South Africans obviously are going to be big. Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, and the Canucks up north. We got Abe Answer from old Mexico, man. They're they're gonna put together a, a good old fighting squad. Maybe they'll actually fare. No. Maybe they'll actually fail, fare better than the Euros did at the Ryder Cup. That wouldn't be too hard to do, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Even though you and I were Team Euro until it happened. No, <laughs> no just joking. We weren't like that. Get fucked, Poulter. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, should we take it on over to Honolulu, Johnny? Yes, words, which obviously I've got to throw this out there. we got to bring it up every time. The Robert Allenby incident. We bring it up every year. Every year this tournament, I still think that it was a lady boy that he got robbed by his uh, lady boy and his pimp, and that's why he had a scraped face and, you know, fucked up face for that epic interview where he said he was mugged. So just got to remember, remember Robert Allenby this week. Yeah, the circumstances of this, this was like a Friday night after a missed cut. Is yeah. that right? Yeah. yeah. And he just gets blottoed. At a wine bar. Yeah, at a wine bar and starts getting real handsy, I guess, with the local ladies, think, the local ladies of the night, if you will. I think you made this part up. Is this is this verified? No. <laughs> Words and I really like to speculate what happened to Robert Allenby that night. Well, there's one, <laughs> there's, there's one story that he just started mouthing off to everyone and just got his ass Ass-B. kicked straight up. 
there was another that was like, yeah, there was a prostitute that was involved, and there was another guy there. This, you know, put the pieces together. Yeah. It, his face was scraped, so he was either thrown out of a moving vehicle or th- thrown down <laughs> and scraped his face. <laughs> and he stayed the night there. Like, he was not found until the next day. Is that right? If yeah, it was something like that. I mean, if anyone does not know what we're talking about, you've got to do yourself a favor and just Google Robert Allen B. Sony Open and... Uh, you're welcome. And and is that as clear as mud for you guys? <laughs> yeah, and I can I can't fucking wait. I can't wait for this year. <laughs> Rock and roll. <laughs> All right, baby. Honolulu, Wailai Country Club, par seventy. It's just over seven thousand yards. Defending champ is Kevin Nah. Johnny, we are looking for a guy. He doesn't have to be crazy long. He needs to get dialed in with the irons and get a hot putter. And here's a hot tip for you. Seven out of the last eight winners here. Played the week before at the Tournament of Champions. Bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> Words. You put way more thought into this than me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, that's never helped me before. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you said it, not me, bub. Hey, bub. But I do have, uh, I have some hope this year, Words. I mean, this typically is going to produce an unlikely winner. I mean, who had Kevin Nah winning last year here? Uh, a couple years before that, who had Cameron Smith, a former winner here? He This was his first win. The play's first win. He was the one um, out of that seven out of eight who uh, did not come from the tournament okay. of champions. Okay, how about that? How about it, Judge? So, words. Featured groups? Let's just jump right in. Yeah, do it, man. Okay, well, the featured group one, obviously, is going to have the defending champion, the guy who won here last year, the guy who tried to walk one in last week, and it missed. I've been waiting for that moment my whole life. Kevin Nah. Kevin Nah. Uh, And he's playing with the guy who actually did win last week, not last year, Cameron Smith, and a guy that you and I are both very happy to see on the PGA Tour featured groups Oklahoma's own Taylor Gooch. Gooch! Yeah, he was a really hot trendy pick last week, too. Um, all three of those guys did play last week. I really wanted to take all three, but I'm three picks max in the year. I'm having to do, <laughs> take a lot of deep cleansing breaths and brace myself. I mean, Kevin Knott, listen, Kevin Knott was maybe one of, the, one of the two alternates on the Ryder Cup team. He has played really, really good golf, um, starting from here last year where he had a win. Um, he can putt phenomenally. The course sets up for him. Obviously, he's won here. Back-to-back winners. Got to stay away from him. Yes. Gooch, I hope he does win. I mean, it fits his game really well. He's ball-striking the hell out of it. He did not putt great last week, and, you know, it's going to – overall, he is a above-average putter on the tour. Uh, it's just going to be like one of those weeks where is he going to gain five strokes on the field. And who was the third? Cam Smith. Cam. Oh, yeah, the guy that won last week. Back-to-back that winners. Doesn't fare back-to-back well. weeks. That- Can't do it. You got to think that he's probably enjoyed a little bit of that winner's oh, check yeah. while he's been there. He probably yeah. took his girlfriend out for a nice dinner. Well, and famously at Harbortown, when you had him, he had a huge lead going into the weekend and went fishing for like 10 hours every evening. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, had 20 beers with that. And That's right. I forgot about that. Harbortown, like hard 65. <laughs> 65, like first, second round. Then he oh. got, oh, the y'all, the y'all, Went fishing. Oi, oi, <laughs> oi. Um, words. I, I, the thing about Kevin Knott, he finished tied for 13th again at a course last week that did not favor his game, so his game is trending very well. Taylor Gooch obviously could have played better, still shoots 20 under. That was good enough for tied for 15th. Cam uh, Smith, you said it, not me. Having a guy who won last week 
For him to carry that over, <laughs> I don't think so. He's not afraid to party a little bit. And he's in Hawaii. He is the overwhelming favorite. Uh, last I checked, his odds were um, just over the, the uh, 10 to 1, which is pretty crazy because that's six more than the next guy. So um, I, I stayed off of this group too. But, again, you could make easily arguments for any of these guys to win this week. So um, next up, you've got the, the group of a couple of Aussies and – one of our former boys, Mark Leishman, playing with Sung J.M. And 32 under last week, that wasn't good enough. Matty Jones. Mm, Matty Ice. Mark Leishman was on the tip of my tongue. He's a very popular pick this week. I think a lot of people are going to be on him. A very, very good win player, good iron player, good wedge player. What you need to do here. But I, I simply out, outthought myself and thought too many people would pick him. So I didn't pick Mark Leishman. Yeah, it's an easy place to get to. I, on the other half, did get to him, and I did pick him. Yes. Had to, right? He's my alternate for what that's worth. I love the Mark Leishman pick. Again, this is me thinking too hard about it. Like, oh, well, yeah, everyone's going to pick Mark Leishman this week, so I can't pick him, and he's probably going to win, and I'm going to be that much farther behind, but whatever. Yeah, we haven't really talked strategy much, have we, on, like, season-long strategy? Yeah. I still don't, I mean, who knows, right? Who's figured it out? I really wanted to take Webb Simpson in this spot. We haven't gotten to him yet, but I mean. He's in the next group. It's like, well, okay, he's he started the week, I think, at the the leading odds getter, but no one put any money on it, so his odds have. You know who was leading odds getter, but withdrew. Right, Bryson. Bryson. Right. For anyway, a wrist injury. Supposedly. Back to my point, though, with Webb, it's like, okay, you know, he had a really bad year last year, and I saved him. You know, thinking I was going to use them at the players. No, that didn't really happen. And, you know, I looked back and I had two web picks there sitting there. Not saying that he would have done well in those tournaments anyway, because like I said, he had a bad year. But it's like, God, I don't want these bullets left in the holster. These, you know, if you're worried about your two web Simpson picks, I'm just talking about overall season strategy, cocksucker. So, <laughs> Webb Simpson had one of the worst years he's had in the last five years. You like left a fucking. Oh, do you leave a John? No, you left. No. You got John Rom last two. Last two. And yeah. You got second place in both. Remember? <laughs> yeah, I do remember because I still won. But, anyways. I know you still <laughs> fucking won because he. Uh. <laughs> Webb Simpson. Breathe. Okay. Yeah, just breathe. I know. Just breathe. I'm, I'm heated already. Okay. So, you're on Mark Leishman. I love Sung JM here. I, I stayed off of him because you and I both know that Sung J is on the cusp of probably winning much bigger tournaments oh, than the Sony Open. We, we pray to all the gods that that is true, yes. So, uh, But Matt Jones, he's intriguing. Obviously coming off some very, very good golf last week, 32 under. But it's how, you, how do you follow that up? Can yeah. you really go win the next week after having a 32 under where you don't even finish second? But I will say I heard from a guy who might have played on tour last year that Matt Jones is trending in the right direction, and it might be a good pick. I just laid off him. Oh, you did. You did, did lay off I him. I did. I did. We can jump into that, too. You did play golf. Well, we let's just finish the featured groups. Why? There are no rules okay. here. Yes, I did. I played golf with Rian Gibson today. Unbelievable dude. A mate. And I did My ask mate. him. He... The, the Aussies have a very tight-knit group, and he is definitely in that group. He's buddies. He grew up kind of around the same area as Jason Day, Cam Smith, uh, Malk Leishman, all those guys. And so they do have a click, and I asked him about the camaraderie between the Australians, and there's a very tight click between those, but there are some guys that maybe don't fall within that, and I'll, I'll get to that at another time. But 
Easy little eight birdie, two bogey, 65 today out at OKC. So I got to give a shout out to my man. He had two three putts that both were, you know, he lipped hard on, on one of them. The other one was an impossible putt. So it was very close to being 63. So with a few cocktails. I love it. Yeah. And he, he only dusted me by a 17. So. And he was on tour last year. He played in this tournament last year. He lost his card, but he's got full corn ter- full corn ferry. Okay, yeah, corn he's going. Status. He's going to the Bahamas next week uh, for the second, not the the first. There's two back to back tournaments in the Bahamas. Going the second week of the Bahamas, then he's heading to Panama, then over to Bogota, Colombia, then to Tampa. That's what I'm. T- I want the corn ferry tour, baby. Get so me on got, that. He's got a nice little four week run coming, and then he's taking a few weeks off. Yeah, screw this West Coast swing. Let's go down to Bogota. Yeah, no, trust me. I was like, how's Bogota? He's like, it's full. Awesome, mate. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyways, I again he shout he, out Rian. We'll be following you all year. Yeah. He he uh, he likes he likes to think Mac Jones is is playing very well right now. So, but you didn't but you didn't listen to the pro. But I did not listen to didn't him. Listen so we'll see how pro. that. Well, he said last week. So that's the thing. He said hey, he Bob. he thought he was going to play well last week. He didn't say any shit about this week. Um. But anyways, so uh, you're on Mark Leishman. I'm not on any of those guys. The third featured group we've got. Hideki Matsuyama. He's playing with Kiz, who we talked about, had a pretty good week last week. And your guy, who had a shitty year last year, Webb Simpson. <laughs> Webb. Words. I'm worried about this one. I just don't know if you're going to do it because you love this guy. Shrixon guy. I'm, I'm predicting... I'm predicting Pearl Harbor 2022. <laughs> I'm going with Hideki Matsuyama to drop bombs around here. Great pick. <laughs> Great pick. He plays in this tournament every year. Obviously, the proximity to Japan has a lot to do with that. Um, he is a ball-striking son of a bitch. What are you going to say? And he always does that really well here. He never really puts the greens too well here. Plus, it's Hideki, the Masters champion. I got to savor the flavor on that one a little bit, baby. So here's the logic on Hideki. You're right about his putter, but when he gets the putter going, if you can win at Augusta, if you he, can putt. If he gets a hot putter this week, he's probably going to win. And so the other thing that just kind of caught my eye, I was watching the top 10 shots from last week, and this is my this is my guy that played last week, obviously. I might have another one or two, but as you said, seven of the last eight winners came from a, the, playing the week before. Of the top 10 shots from the tournament last week, I saw Hideki flag like two wedges. And around here, if you can hit your wedges tight, that's going to be easier to offset maybe a shitty putter. So um, he, he won the Zozo. He won in the – was it the Zozo? No, he won in Japan, though. Yeah, he yeah, won it was the Zozo. Zozo. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah, so he's he won in the fall swing. Yes. Um, so his game is yeah, right he, where it needs to be. Disciplined as fuck. Yeah, know exactly. And the one thing I would say, like last week he finished uh, T13, but, you know, it was it was kind of, I don't want to say erratic, but like 69, 65, 68, 69. It's so. right there. I mean, to go, to go top 10 last week, you had to go – Ridiculous. Yeah. So I just think that Hideki, from what I saw, flagging shots, um, I like I like for him like. to Pearl Harbor all over again, minus killing a bunch of people. So just <laughs> killing the birds. Did I spin your eye? Got it. No, no, no. I'm just uh, we're far I'm, enough apart. I'm just shaking my head right now. <laughs> yeah, because you're that hits you hard, didn't it, Bub? <laughs> Hideki, Hideki, let's see him. I love him. Yeah. Uh, no, of course that scares me. Okay, so I laid off a decky, Kiz and laid Webb. off Weber. Okay, I'm on Kiz. Okay, give me some of that. I like that. Um, this course sets up for his game perfectly, as you said. He played great last week for a course that did not set up yes. for his game. 
he can hit irons and he can putt. Everyone knows that. And I think that he's got a chip on his shoulder this year. And I, I love that. I love kids just because I didn't think he deserved to be on the Ryder Cup team. You know, doesn't mean that I don't love that yeah. guy. No, he's and, great. Um, yeah, he's got the game. I'd love, I'd love it. Come on, Kiz, give me that first win. Not hey, Webb, Kiz. So I will say, Kiz, for a guy, you know, again, you and I kept that fucking stance just because he didn't belong on that team. We both love Kiz. He's a cool dude. Obviously, he gets fucked up. I think Kiz winning, obviously, makes for a good story because who knows how fucked up he's going to get. He might stay in Hawaii <laughs> instead of going on back to Aiken, South Carolina. Oh, he might pour a, a Thorborn on the flight home. <laughs> start getting real handsy with the stewardesses. Hey, by the way, got a shout-out. One of my favorite new teams, new team name, our, our big guy, Big Mike, Thorborn's victim. I love that. <laughs> so welcome to the league, Big Mike. I hope Mike wasn't Thorborn. <laughs> I don't think he was. It was a female, so sure wasn't him, but... Um, yeah, okay. I like the I like the Kisner pick. So if that group I'm with I'm with Hideki, you're with Kiz. We both laid off Webb. The final featured group words. You're the guy that you've been on for years who finally got his first win last year, but you were sexually attracted to him. Abe answer. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing bullshit. he's playing. He's got a great groomed beard, great hair. Uh, he's playing with Great Bill. hairline. God. He's playing with my guy who knows how to dress, Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel. Billy Horschel should play really well here, but he always plays like shit for some reason. And then my bastard brother, Harris English. I mean, this group right here, Dynamite. We got stuff on all of them. Yeah, Harris English won the TOC last year, and um, I couldn't pull the trigger on him this year. He's got a little too much firepower um, for some of those longer Florida courses that I may kind of save. A, go on a little Florida run with old Harry. Well, that's what's crazy. You know, Harry... Harris English gets, you know, he goes so long. Last year at the Tournament of Champions, that was his first win in, I think, eight years. And then he goes and reels off a win at the Travelers. And he got, I think he got three wins last year. It was something yeah. crazy like and, that. You know, we talked about last week that Monday Morning Q tweet where he was very close to losing his card and going to the Corn Ferry yeah. Tour. And now he's won about five mil since then. Yeah, so um, Harris English was... 100% in my lineup. Uh, I did the typical JE switcheroo this this morning. Oh, really? And I took, I took Ooh, Harris out. I really hope he wins now. Harris out, Hideki in. That was the difference in what I did today. So um, I, I would not be surprised at all to see Harris do well here. But like you said, some things just don't seem like, I don't know. I also like Jason Kokrak, uh, Kokrak last week, and he finished dead last. So who knows? Um, Abe Answer. Maybe a little discouraging after last week's performance, but again, a course that sets up great for a guy like Kiz, and especially for a guy like Abe, who, you know, is basically Kiz. They're the same guys, and they're both inside the top twenty in the world, I think. And the most handsome man on tour. And you think I was going to lay off of that on week one, baby? Oh, I'm yeah. all over Abe <laughs> this week. You know that he's not discouraged about last week. Hey, he was having a few <laughs> little mai tais on the beach. Now he's used to Hawaii. He's got the time zone under his belt. He's going to go tear this course and you asshole and then pour some Fletcher Azure all over it. Hey, speaking of which, do you see the, the newest investor? Marky Mark. Abe's going big time. He might make more off this tequila than he does off his fucking PGA Tour career now that Marky Mark's involved. What, he just quit golf? He's like, I'm, I'm rich enough. I don't need it. No, I drink the Blanco for days like today. I drink the Reposado for days like tomorrow. Mm. Uh, I thought you were going to say Billy Horschel. Jesus. No, God. God, why would I pick that loser? I saw, I think, him and Marky Mark, because Mark's over there right now, and he's got a, you know, he loves golf. He's a golf junkie. Yes, Mark Wahlberg. I didn't know he was over there, though, so he's probably been partying with Abe, and I just thought about Kisner 
and the Georgia Bulldogs winning this week, so they're all probably fucked up. Oh, God, what's going on? Yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you words. I think that Marky Mark's backswing is way too long, and he and Abe are definitely drinking tequila together, and Kiz, who knows when he got over there with the game. So, yeah, you're fucked. They all watch the game over there. <laughs> yep. He's like, God damn it, why didn't we go to the game? It's because we thought we were going to lose. <laughs> How many cans of dip were all like? They, did you not see the picture? <laughs> of this it was all. There was like eight all Georgia Bulldogs I heard, on tour. I heard that. I was looking. Did together. you send it to me? How many cans of dip do you think they all went through throughout that game? Between eight, yeah, at least like a log, three logs, a log, <laughs> log or two, bub. Yeah. Uh, words. I got to say, I was very close to the Georgia Bulldog in Harris English, but I went with another Georgia Bulldog that is not featured in these featured groups. Your boy. Getting Henley with it this oh, week. I'm going yeah. with Russell Henley. Russell Henley. Yeah, sorry, that was the the last of the featured groups. <laughs> he won here in 2003. 2013. 13, excuse me. Yeah, 2013. Hadn't had a top 10 here since, but you know, good luck. <laughs> yeah, well, words. he's he's not too far down there on the betting odds. He's, uh, he's there good. 35 to 1 with his brother in Harris English and Kisner. So they must think something might be in the water with these uh, Georgia boys because... Uh, of the top ten betting ob- options, uh, he's they're they're all three there at thirty five to one, which is rounding out that top ten. So, um, so words you are on Kevin Kisner, Abraham Answer, and Mark Leishman. So far, I am on Hideki Matsuyama, and I'm on Flip Henley. Flip Henley. So I got one more pick left. Yeah, where are you pulling this one out of? Johnny? I'm pulling this one out of somewhere real deep. Words, because I like that Georgia vibe. And you know I had to go with another bulldog this week. A guy that likes to fly private, likes to do everything nice. So your like, lineup's fucked too. Likes being, likes being over here on the nice beach, beach, uh, you know, front. Even though I'm sure, I'm sure uh, Maui's a lot nicer than Oahu. Uh, <laughs> I'm going with one of our boys way back when. I'm going with Pete. Don't call me Keith Mitchell. Yes, I like I like Keith Mitchell's game, and I like how he stacks up this week with the long ball, but good wedge play. Okay. I'm still divorced from Keith Mitchell right now for divorcing um, Crunchy Pete, the caddy. <laughs> yeah. So maybe uh, that's all he needed to get the win, Bub. Maybe we'll see. If it happens, then I'll then I'll I'll happily jump on. But for right now, the the wound is still too fresh. Okay, so I'm on two Georgia Bulldogs. You I did. Got, you definitely are going for that unique lineup, I'm, huh? I'm going Russell Henley. I'm going Keith Mitchell. I'm going Hideki top, Matsuyama. Top top heavy with Hideki. Which you know, I figured the Keith Mitchell pick might offset that a little bit. Who knows? But. You've obviously got the two two similar players, Kevin Kisner, Abe Answer. You're lumping them with the great win player in Mark Leishman. Um, well, words, not on any of the same guys, which I love that. Yeah, that was a, definitely a far cry from last year, it feels like. We were on at least one every week and tried to psych out each other and lots of mind games, John. I'm, hey, this is the first chess piece to move, my <laughs> friend. Yeah. I'm on your ass now. Yeah, well, you know, we... we we act like this is just like a week-to-week thing where it's like, okay, now that words won the first week, we're fucked. You, you and I both know this thing can go at a fucking swing of any any yeah. mass proportion any time of the season. I had Palmer last year, man. He he finished third, I think. And that was two years ago. Remember, he fucking ago. like block hooked one or like. He, oh, it was out of a, a fairway bunker from about two thirty out. <laughs> get, step off his dick. Hit, hit a fucking TV tower. Yeah, um, he did hit a TV tower, though. So, words, I will say, of the top few betting favorites, Cam Smith, Sung JM, Webb Simpson, you and I are not on any of those guys, which I got to think that Weber is going to be a pretty popular pick. 
Cam Smith, who knows? Um, you know, Seamus Power at 50 to 1 looks pretty, pretty sporty. I thought that one thing that surprised me words is the fact that Taylor Gooch, our guy from, from, you know, right down the road, he is only the seventh. He is just behind Kevin Na as the one, two, three, eighth betting favorite this week. So hopefully Gooch what is knocking on the at? door for another win after just getting his first win at the RSM a few weeks ago. Yeah. Love it if he kept his head down, got another top 20, top 15. Don't win this week. We just wait till I'm on you and then pop it. Well, I love the thing I love about Goose. You know, he gets the win. He goes over to Maui. He's got the fam with him. I mean, he's got to be looking at this thing as kind of a celebration of what he did in the fall. But, you know, if you sprinkle some more money in there, you sprinkle a top five, you sprinkle a win here at the Sony, it's going to make for a hell of a, you know, che- cheaper flight home. I tell you that much. A hazier one for sure. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, he's not worried about his carbon footprint like Rory. I just you win, you win here at the Sony. You fly back to <laughs> Wiley Post Airport, jumbo jet for one. Please. <laughs> yeah. To Wiley Post, it's like okay. Anybody else, Victor? You can come with me, but he's not even playing, so there's nobody else that needs a ride. Nah, not Bub, just me. Um. All right, words. What else? I think that's it. I don't want to go out on a long shot by any means with any picks. Obviously, last week didn't work, but guys to keep an eye out for this week. You've got the number one amateur in the world in the field. He's making his second career PGA uh, start. Um, his name is Kita Nakajima. Nakajima. So he's a guy, he, 250 to 1 to win, which is a lot better than a lot of the players in the field. But uh, just to keep your eye out for him, he'll be playing the Masters this year for winning the Asian Pacific Amateur. So you'll see plenty of him come April. Chris Kirk's played pretty well here, and he's sitting there at 80 to 1, just kind of out of left field. Your boy KH Lee's at 90 to 1. Words, don't don't get me wrong, the whole Bull, Georgia Bulldog thing, Chris Kirk's name really crossed my mind. If you remember correctly, he finished top three, he finished T2 here last year to retain his card because he was on a, a medical exemption for a while. So he had to do it, and he did it here last year. So I'd forgotten about that. All right, so those are the shit picks. Buyer beware. All right, Johnny, well, how do you want to end this thing? Uh, I will end this by saying go dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Uh, pulling for Keith Mitchell this week. If not, uh, I'll settle for Hideki or for Henley. All right. <laughs> I like it. Go Coach Venables. All right, baby. That's all we got. What? I was just going to say, it's not too late to join the league. If no. you're listening to this, the the picks are due tomorrow at 11.15 a.m. If you're listening to this, maybe we'll get this out tonight. If you're listening to it, go join the league. You still have time. If you don't fucking know, text me your words. Text, send our fucking Facebook or our Instagram a DM. But invite someone else you think would like it too. Yeah, there's so many people. Again, I haven't looked since then since we started, but it already does look like we've picked up since we started recording four more teams, actually six more teams. So there you go. Rock and roll. The money gets bigger. The lawsuit grows larger. You guys have a great week watching golf. I think we may go watch some tomorrow at Garage, you think? Yes, somewhere. Uh, yes, the Garage. Go to the Garage. Come say what's up. Garage on Britain in May. Primetime golf Wars, in Hawaii, baby. Wars and I will be signing autographs. <laughs> yeah. If you want to sign up with C-Rob, he'll be there. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> oh, that's good. Like our podcast on Apple iTunes and Spotify. You guys have a great week. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me.
must party together.